Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, babe. Well, cheers to you, little girl. We are recording um, at night. We typically record at the crack of dawn, but life has been... Wonderful. Full and wonderful. And Victor Sanchez couldn't make it in. You know, it's always kind of that. It's always kind of the deal. She forgets gear <laughs> and then she can't, no. It, we, uh, we had the day off. So we actually decided to record this. What time is it? 6 30 p.m.? It's 6 p.m. 6 03 to be It's exact. unique to be recording in Coffee Talk Studios with it being pitch black outside. True story. Speaking of pitch black, it gets pitch black around here around 4 30. Mm-hmm. It's getting, the days are getting lighter as we go by, but it's slow going. Um, if you don't live in Seattle, here's a little known. We have two secrets. One secret is don't tell summer. Him. Summer is the best kept secret in Seattle. July, August, September. God's country. Is unbelievable. It's short, but man, it is gorgeous here. Gorgeous. You can hardly find a better place for summer. But <clears throat> January, February, March are the darkest, longest, dreariest months known to man. Probably Alaska feels the same thing we feel. That's why we go to Cali. Oh yeah, Vic okay. And, you guys are going I, to Disneyland. Yeah, I I didn't what get are the two secrets. Summer. That was that, and this one. Oh, we oh, have the dirty little secret, which is January, February, March, and then we have the best kept secret, which is June, July, August. I didn't get an invite. Uh, yeah, you guys are going to Disneyland for what? Like just for because? Graduation. Oh, because you graduated a year ago. <laughs> it hasn't been a year. And Vic is late on her kids. Well, I mean, you don't really want to go like in the winter time. I get. It. Oh, actually, no, you could have. We are going in the winter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to go in the summer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good Will time. it be busy there at Disneyland this time of year? Probably not. Not too busy. Oh. But I think it's just busy in general. So you guys will fly in, stay in a hotel. You go to Disneyland one day, two days, three days? One day, but we're there for two and a half days. You're there for two and a half days. What will you do the other day? Are you staying in Santa Monica? Where are you staying? We're planning out our food. What mm. food we want to eat oh, and where. Which I In the park or outside? Outside. Oh. Mm. Uh, what about that um, acai bowl thing place that you love? Oh, is that yeah. in Los Angeles? In LA. Uba Tuba. Uba Tuba. Uba Tuba. Unlimited toppings. Gross, man. I'm not even Ooh, down peanut for butter, granola, stuff. some some good old bananas. bananas. Gross. With some honey. Gross. Some yeah. little little yummies. Yes. Strawberries. Oh, pineapple. That actually makes you guys hungry. Like talking about fruit. It's so good. We don't. T- the truth is, is we were actually in the shop today talking about. Where in the heck did healthy bones go? If if like I, this is my theory, right? They closed for whatever. Re- I think they just closed because they were tired of working, and they just were like, "We have a lot of money. Let's go just not work for." A was year. it a chain? Two years? No. no. And oh, they said a, they were. Babe, then explain. But it doesn't matter. It was always busy. Explain to the listeners what healthy bones is. Healthy it's bones a is a acai place. Yeah. Yes, if you're oh. you're yes, it was one you of the best know, because you don't <clears> eat healthy. I don't need but acai. we were discussing it in the shop today. We have a whole theory. Like acai. they were supposed to pop back up, have a new new location, zero zero location. Haven't heard a word, babe. What if they passed? There's a new flower shop there. Yeah, it's called Fleur Fleur uh-huh. Fleur Fleur de Lis. What if they passed, babe? They did it. I uh, I randomly six months the after they closed, yeah, they you know a little like food truck they used to use. Yeah. It was parked at the the park by our house, and they were just chilling outside. And I was like, "We miss you guys. We love your food." And then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna, you know, soon we're gonna announce we're gonna be in nothing." Like, yeah. So uh-huh. anyway, maybe someone died. We need someone to start this I business. Said. Yeah. Get in the business of uh, making some good ones. No more businesses. Let's just let's stay focused. You, you and your ideas. You want to open another shop? 
We'll probably open another location. I'm guessing. I kind of want to this time of year. I'm getting. I'm getting the itch. Okay, quick question. Speed round, real quick. How do you deal with the January, February, March dilemma, which is Seattle, which is just dark, dreary. I feel it certainly the beginning of the year. It's like, oh my god, why are we here on the planet? <laughs> it's like, a, it's we need to go to Hawaii. It drags. What do you do? What are some? We of the, go to Hawaii. Okay, realistically. Like financially, yeah, we go okay. to Mexico. If you don't have the money just to be like, oh, hey, my good we man. We go to Tulum. Let's go to Hawaii. Have my assistant book us a, book us a trip and make all the Does details. Anybody have any I'll fly first class because <laughs> I just go what I want. What if you're a normal person and you can't just fly to Hawaii on but a whim? But what if we could? But, okay. All right. Podcast. Dear God. <laughs> Dear God. I know. Extra vitamin D. You actually do I that. I double my vitamin D. Does it, have, That's does it help good. you? I think so. I might do that. What are other things that you do? Exercise. Hydrotherapy? Yeah. You have, a, you have a whole bunch of things. What is hydrotherapy? Is that like water therapy? Hot, cold therapy, water. Yeah. You go to a place to do that? That's really good. Oh, interesting. Like hot tub, then cold plunge. Yes. Steam mm-hmm. showers. Steam helps. shower. Room, sauna. It has all of it. Cold pool. Exercise. Yeah, exercise is real. It's but, real. But you also get so glum, you're like, I don't want to go to exercise. Like but it's four you o'clock, go, you're going to exercise in the dark. But when you go and you get back, you're like, you're feeling good. You're like, that was, I needed Good-ish. that. Good-ish. You're feeling good. Those are positive things. I'm um, trying to think of what I, mean, I do. I'm going to say it. You need to read the word. You need to read the Bible. I mean, yeah, that's probably helps. Listen to positive music, not sad music. There you go. Mm, that's true. That's good. Positive music, not sad music. Um, we st- Our church does this thing. I think every church in the America, they do like a 21-day fast. I actually like to start off the year that way because it kind of like... I love it. It's kind of like, you know, if you're don't, if you not a person of faith or spirit, you know, it's kind of like meditation, you know, but you just don't eat. You give up something. Some people just give up social media. It's kind of a good way to kind of like get your mind... Your mental just for clarity, spirit. it's not meditation. It's so much better. No, no, yes. it's a spiritual discipline, but yes. it it definitely gets you like in a better, healthier mindset, Agreed. spiritually, mentally, emotionally. It's a good thing to do. So I like to do that. We do that. I'm just thinking, what else do I do? This podcast. Uh, take salsa le- lessons, like go ballroom dancing. Pass. Nobody does that. You've never done but that. I really have a desire to. Could you do that Pass. with oh, me? God. Who would want to do that? See, the dark days kind of take the, the oomph out of me and you're like, let's go salsa dancing. That would be so, a live jazz band and some salsa or like big band what? and like ballroom. I'll go listen to this. What, what, are you, what are you taking? I want some. I would what love you, What are you on? I would I like some Go with couples, some fun some fun people. and just What drugs do you take? Throw down. I wonder how many listeners Pass it would over. join us if we could find a place to go. I'm not going. You would though. I like, I like doing this podcast. This is kind of a break. You know what I like to do? I like to plan our summer vacation during these times. Yeah. Yep. Did you look Wait, at the, did you? Good. What? Go ahead. No, you no, go. You. No, you go. No, you go. No, you go. Okay, you. What, me? If I could. You go first. Listen to my face. Listen to my voice. Look at my face. <laughs> That's so real. Can you imagine if we did that on this podcast? All the time? Like, it's talking over each other. That's great. That's, That's real though in your family. Can I say when the family gets together, especially the Huffman side, I'm just, well, you, you can throw, you throw my sister in the mix. That gets crazy too. And the, it is like, well, Jessica can hold whoever is sure. loudest gets the floor. That's just, that's the only way to communicate. Or the funniest. Yeah. Or the wittiest. True. Uh, Some, sorry, you don't, don't get the floor much. I, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not the funniest. I mean, Vic thinks she is, but she actually isn't. Vic can be funny. I actually am. Uh, no, I disagree. Coming, I actually am. Coming from you is not. Well, she can be funny. Vic, the sound chick, is funny, but I will say this: oftentimes in our family, <laughs> she is the blunt of the joke because her reactions are so funny when we start dissing her that it makes us all laugh. And she, she's a good sport, so I do she. That on purpose. Yeah, she's You're a good welcome. sport. Yeah, she makes it funny. It's part of it. She yeah. loves being the funniest. <laughs> 
That's like, it's like it's like all she wants in life is to be the funny person. It's true. Um, if you want to compliment Vic the sound chick, just say you're such a funny. Okay, person. here's a good yes, thing. If you're feeling the dreary days of Seattle, January, February, March, um, what's go around the room real quick wherever you are. What's one thing you're looking forward to in the next three months? One thing you're looking forward to. What is it? What? Sun. So when the sun comes out, oh. I go outside. Actually, that's true. Honestly, sun came out yesterday. I was out. Doesn't matter what I'm doing for like five hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seattle, we actually take advantage of sun. Yeah. Everybody hibernates, and then we're all like out. What are you looking forward to? Um, sunshine. Oh, you can't steal hers. Okay, I know, I'm, dude. But it's so real. No, you have okay. to be original. Okay, uh, I want to go to Paris. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, but we're not doing that this year. I, don't think. I have faith. That's going to take a lot of money. I believe. You believe. I believe I could fly. Yeah, she keeps going for these like unrealistic expectations. Yeah, that's what I said. Can I get some? Can you pass? Can you pass whatever it is you're? Well, smoking? I went to work out and then I had a cup of coffee. That's what I was on. That's that's what I'm on. Well, and you're okay. In your defense, you were sick Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. True. Sunday, you you were better, but you were still kind of like you were just getting back into. I it. mean, when you're putting your makeup on in the morning and you get out of breath, you know you're not fully well. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm exhausted. So you, this is your first real day back, and I think you're energized by doing because you are a doer. And I you am love a doer. To do. I actually, it is so foreign for me not to do. For the record, I had the same sickness you had, but I never stopped. Yeah, I mean, I'm impressed. I'm That's a hero. Impressive. I'm like, I mean, there's a. Yeah, well, you got a lot. I'm one of the last of the, you know, the cowboy. That has nothing to do with yeah. sickness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she misses one meal, she's out. I'm not fat. I'm fluffy. <laughs> My mom literally had a, a picture of a little little sheep, all fat and fluffy, and, and it said, would say, "Ooh, ooh not fat. Ooh, not fat. Ooh, ooh fluffy." fluffy. And she was in her bathroom. I was like, every time I went to the bathroom. Guys, to be honest, I'd rather be fat than fluffy. <laughs> fluffy is not something I'm going for. Like oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Well, I don't know. You? But if I said you, I felt people would be like, I was saying Y-O-U. So I said, ooh, ooh, and everyone gets it. You knew that I was doing that because I did that. Ooh. Yeah. Is it called a U or an ooh? You. It's you, but it's an E-W-E is you? It looks. Dude, the English language is whack. I know. Like me just saying the English language is whack. Somebody doesn't speak is like what? Like, like don't spit your coffee. <laughs> they won't understand what whack means because whack is like a sound like a smack. Let's not. And if I'm like, stop talking. Describe it. What do we, What are we diving into today? I'm not ready to go there, man. I'm ready. What are we looking forward to? I'm looking forward to some some type of anniversary getaway. Our 26th anniversary is yes. coming up, so okay, either I want that end of February, too. That's mine March. Too. Yeah. So we have friends that are in Whistler right now. He's been sending me pictures of this like. Um, lodge he's at, like the ski lodge, it is unbelievable. That's just a drive away. We could do that. Yeah. I don't, you want to go to Sun. This is Again, this, if you could be like, let's go to Hawaii, my good man. Like, I'm talking like... I have faith. <laughs> oh, man. Loren, what do you do to beat the dog days of, of January, February? Oh, I like the first question better. Okay. What was that? Oh, yeah, what are you looking forward to? Well, uh, no, that was the second question. Your first. Yeah, like... Like, what do you do to, like, try and pull yourself out of, like, what could be, and actually is a real thing here in Seattle, seasonal depression during January, February, March. It's dark. It's cold. The days are short. There's no holidays anymore. There's nothing to look forward to. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Um, How do you pull yourself out of the funk? Gym or gym? listen to music? You listen to music? I go on drives a lot. You do go on drives? Um, Every day, yeah. Those are solid things. Family time is good for me. Poker nights are good. Movie nights. like Board we. Games. Hanging out with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, yeah. You just got to pull yourself out. I walk. 
sometimes just get your body moving. Yeah. yeah. I, think you, I think you nailed something. Having something to look forward to. Yes. It's very, it's very healthy. So do that. Find something you're looking forward to and put it down. Yeah. Put it down. All right. You want to talk about something? Yes, King. What's our topic, babe? You don't, tell me, Please king. don't do that. Please, let's not go there. <laughs> Trigger. Let's not call each other kings and queens. Oh, queen. You're my king. Oh, king. You, can call me you go, king. I you call go, queen. I'll call let's, you let's not, man. Let's yeah, just... What if we don't? Yeah, but you could. Unless you're actual royalty. Okay, sexy. What if you just... Okay, you can go with that. I like it. Deep V. sexy queen? <laughs> sexy man? <laughs> Sipping your coffee over there? I mean, if you're role-playing. You're looking hot. Yeah. Sexy. I've been calling her queen because she's been watching that one show. (laughs) (laughs) You started it. Um. All right. You guys are looking forward to Disney. That's nice. Did the dog just bite you? Yeah. Capone just bit you. Yeah. Hey, we don't bite dog. Should I put him down? Okay. No, actually, no. By law, if a dog bites, I have to put him down. Loren, I have to put him down. Did he get you? Did he draw blood? No, he didn't get me. But I have to put him down, guys. I'm sorry. I know that you love him, but he's dangerous. He's a menace to society. He's agitated. Is that he's, what you're looking forward to most? I have to. I'll have to do it right after this podcast. He knows. I'll have to go. I'll have to go to the top of the roof and chuck him. Okay. <laughs> I have to literally put him down as in throwing him off the roof. And if he lives, then it was meant to be. If he doesn't, then that's his consequences, mm-hmm. his due rewards. Um, okay. I, Vic had a good point. She was saying this this week. I forget when we were talking. She's like, you guys should do a podcast on how to make good decisions. She's like, because she's like, I was listening to like some of your process the other day and she's like, I was just, and it was a compliment she was giving, but I thought about it. She's like, you guys are really good at making decisions. Like one of the, and I would say most of what I do, well, not anymore. When I was in an executive role, most of what I did was just make decisions, make decisions. Yeah, yeah. And it it became, I got decision fatigue for sure. Yeah, that is a real thing. and I make a lot of decisions now, but I love what I do. So I don't really feel like I'm making decisions. It feels more natural, more instinctual. We just kind of do what we feel. But babe, you make a ton of decisions with the business, you know, and I think probably we have gotten pretty good, not to toot our own horn, toot, toot, but I feel like we've gotten pretty good. No. <laughs> you guys don't like the toot, toot? No. What do I go? Not to toot our own horn. Or just move on. Not to toot our own horn. Baruga. I like that one. That's a good one. Baruga. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you hold it in? I don't know. If you're gonna do that, go like this. I don't know how to Baruga. do it. Baruga. That's better. Yeah, you go. Baruga. I gotta put my neck in and out to get it. You know, like, in, out and in. I think we're pretty good. We've, we've kind of. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, no. It's six p.m. It's. We're not supposed to be recording right now. <laughs> this is called talk this, after dark. Uh, yeah. Listen, after we're giving the people dark. they want. You know, it's dark outside at six. Should we just abandon our plan and do coffee talk after, after dark? dark. <laughs> Babe, what are you wearing? After, after dark. dark. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to sip coffee with you. After, after dark. dark. <laughs> what do we do over dinner tonight? After, after dark. <laughs> Isn't it funny how you can make anything sexual? Yeah. Anything. Yeah, uh, okay, moving on. So anyways, what if we kind of talk through how to make good, good decisions? decisions? And I'll just, let me say this before I get into like, I wrote down four things I think could help us. I would say this, um, all decisions are not created equal, meaning some decisions are way more important than other decisions, right? Like um, the decision like 100%. where do you want to eat tonight? That's a decision. 
and then are we, we gonna are we gonna move to another state? Before you move on, we need more people in the world just to make that decision. Like who is in here? He's like, who wants to go to dinner? Where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you go? I don't know. I'm like, just make the decision. You you participate. I in know. That. But babe, that's that's the reason for this podcast topic. Yes. Let's determine and let's kind of help. Let's narrow down. Maybe we don't even know. Let's let, I'd like to kind of isolate how do we what's our decision making process? Because we make a lot of decisions in life. We oversee a lot of things in our life, which is I mean, comparatively, it's objective. Some people oversee way more and some people oversee way less. But we oversee a decent amount for our world. And I feel like we're pretty good and pretty streamlined at making decisions. Um, and so I'd like to kind of narrow down how we make decisions, what works for us, what doesn't work. This won't be exhaustive because, but not all decisions are created equal, right? right. Um, some decisions are very, 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 very important, like who to marry. Um, you know, if you're going to quit a job and take a new job, if you're going to start your own business or like, you know, what outfit I'm going to wear tomorrow. And, but you'd be amazed at how many people get paralyzed and stopped because they can't make a decision. Uh, yeah. Like they just can't do anything. And then so... Some people are labeled like lazy or procrastinators, but I would say most of the times the symptom to procrastination isn't because someone's lazy. It's because they're indecisive. That's what I think is procrastinating. Yeah. A lot of times we call procrastinators, they're lazy. That's a great point. I know some people that are amazingly skilled and very driven, yet they procrastinate very intensely. And I don't think it's because they're not, I don't think it's because they're lazy. They're actually very driven. They're indecisive. And so because you can't make a decision, you just keep pushing it off, or pushing it off, forth, back pushing and forth, it off. Back yeah, are you one way, one or the other? And so yep. how can we nail... So not all decisions are created equal, but I think if we can learn to make decisions in the small things, like be decisive in little things, it's like practice for being decisive in bigger things, right? Mm-hmm. And I do think there's kind of like... Um, I do think there's kind of like um, An a, process. a process. But let me say this. Can I say one thing before we get into it? So anyways, I'm going to say what they are so you can be thinking about it. Because okay. I don't want to be solo on this podcast again. <laughs> You're never, by the way. I don't want to carry the weight of this podcast all by myself again. Um, I put down four things, how we make good decisions. Number one, elimination. Narrow it down. Number two, recollection. Learn from the past. Number three, contemplation. Think it through. And number four, implementation. Just do it. Mm, and I then like I put one. in parentheses, repeat. Eliminate. Learn from the past. Recollect contemplate, think it through, and then implement, do it. Because a lot of times people make decisions, but then they don't they don't execute it, they don't yep. implement it. And then just repeat, <clears throat> keep kind of that process. That's what I put in what I want to talk about. But let me say this, since not all decisions are created equal, uh, I was going to talk with some of the business leaders in our world um, the other day, and we had this really great conversation. I just kind of got it started, and then there's so much brilliant ideas that came out. But one of the things we talked about is recalibrating the beginning of the year. Like getting, like at the beginning of the year is a great time to kind of like, Recalibrate, rethink, reassess. Doesn't mean you have to make a bunch of changes, but maybe you make some adjustments. And they were talking about like, how do you know what to change, when to change, where to change? Like, how do we, how can we know? How can you know if I need to adjust something, if I need to change something? And I kind of said, well, first of all, you got to narrow down the sections in life and your world that need to even be decided. For instance, I have things in my life that are final. I have things in my life that are firm and I have things in my life that are fluid. fluid yeah. So there's some things in my life that are final that I don't need to be asking myself all the time to change. For instance, let me give an instance. Final for me, I'm married to you. So when the new year comes around, I'm not like, okay, do I still want to be married to Jen? Like, no, it's final, right? It's not something I'm contemplating. Why are you laughing, Vic? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now, now one of the things that's firm is like, do I still want to hang out with Jen as much? I don't know. I'm joking. I'm joking. But you know, like final. um, And then you have things in your life that are firm, meaning like, 
they can change. They don't change all the time. And if you did make a change, like a house, for instance, like if you're a renter, for us, we kind of we were in this house for two years, maybe three. And so that's firm for us. Like we don't have to think about it, but we do need to start thinking like, okay, if we want to move, where would we want to move? So, and then you have things in your life that call in the category of fluid. Like they can just change all the time. You can change weekly, in fact. Um, it's very easy to make decisions in the fluid department. Like, you know, it's just, yeah. And don't get caught up on that. What, what well, happens a lot, a lot of times- A lot of people get caught up on that. What they do is they take things that are just simple and should be fluid in your lives and they treat it like it's final and they can't make a decision. I don't know. I don't know. Should I? Should I? The best way I know how to apply this is, okay, I'm a pastor in a church. And so for me, I would say what we believe about God, our theology, it's final. What I mean by that, and try to apply this to your world and your decision making, what I believe about God, who he is, what the Bible says, that's not changing. That's final for me. So I'm not really trying to make decisions like, well, do I agree with Psalms this this year? No, I agree. It's the Bible. I believe it's final. Um, what is firm for me is my philosophy. So my theology is final. My philosophy is is firm. is firm. It's kind of like, what do we do? Why do we do it? You know, philosophical things. Like for us, we take the third Sunday off every every month for church. That's philosophical. If you said to me, like, is that final? Like, you'll never change? I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not planning on it, but it's open to discussion. I don't think so. We love it. It's working great. It's great for our community. We think it's a great pace. But it's not as final as what I believe about God. Yeah. And then fluid for me would be methodology, how we do things. Honestly, we'll do whatever we need to do to help people the best we can in the moment. And time changes, things change, mm-hmm. circumstances change, environments change. And so that's very fluid. I don't mind changing that from week to week, to be quite honest. And so a lot of times what we do is we take things that are in the category that can easily be changed and we make them final. And it's ridiculous. And so so think about it like if you have a business or if you're in your life, like your purpose for your business should be final, right? Um, the way you go about your business, what you sell, your marketing strategies, some of that's firm. Like, hey, we're going to stick to this. And then fluid things are like the day to day, how often you're open or, or, you know, or like, you know, what things you're putting on the certain display counter. Those are, f- and so if you can kind of narrow down things in the fluid category, just make the decision. Like, you don't have to belabor it so much. Things that are in that firm category, <clears throat> philosophical, it's like, well, give it some time because these, these will adjust, these will affect things over time. And then things that are in the final category, Maybe stop being so wishy-washy and just settle it. Like, you so know what? Good. This is how it is. I'm not talking like, sometimes those things have to change if you're not talking God, but if you're just talking life, like sometimes those things have to change. Like if you're in a very, very, I'm thinking like, if you're in a very committed relationship, but that relationship is very abusive. You know, when you started that relationship, it was final, right? You're like, hey, I'm in this. And then it got a very, very abusive, very, very abusive. And you might have to go back and maybe you should and be like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to have to rethink this. You're have to, you know, so does that kind of help like put yeah, it in it's categories? Great. It's really great. And we get in the podcast right there. That's fantastic. Cool. Let's go, man. I got some stuff to do. No, I'm joking. Um, okay. So I think that sometimes the only obstacle in our path is the decision that needs to be made. Many times people are like, I can't move forward. I can't move forward. And it's not that there's something blocking you in life. It's that you just won't make the decision. Mm-hmm. There are things right now. You're driving in your car. You're sitting in your office. You're chilling on your couch. You're listening to this while you're, your spouse is asleep because you're doing. It's your secret pleasure is to listen to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hello, <laughs> after dark, <laughs> and you are, you're just you're in the same place. And the only thing, listen to my voice. Look at my face. Listen to my voice. The only thing stopping you is your inability yep. to just decide. Just decide Make to do it. A decision. Just decide to do it. <clears throat> okay, so. I put it in order. I said elimination, recollection, contemplation, implementation. And, you know, people, 
I've experienced this and I've, I've had a lot of friends who, who are working through this. People don't make the decision because they're not sure what's going to happen after they make the decision. Right. So what happens is, is they have so much anxiety and fear over a decision they know they need to make, but they actually don't know how to do what's next. This is the thing about decision. I truly believe when you make finally the decision, the final call, you, you pull the trigger, it will come. Like the next step just comes. It just does. And people are like, well, how do you know? Trust me. It's like, I'm like, just make the decision and then the next step will come. How do you expect to get to door number three if you don't walk through door right. number one? And so much people have anxiety of things that haven't even happened yet. So they don't make a decision because they're worried about what has even happened yet. The what if. And, and it's like, that's a waste of time and energy because it's not even actually going to happen the way you're playing it out in your mind and all this anxiety. And it's real. But the anxiety goes away as soon as you make the decision. And it's amazing what happens. That decision follows the next decision. And the only way to know that is to just make the decision. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Yes. People are afraid of what if in life, which is natural. It's actually not bad. And that's kind of the the that's kind of the challenge we're up against when it yeah. comes to deciding, especially on bigger things, is like there is no sure-proof decision. Right. There isn't. Like no one's 100%. You can't be 100% anything. I saw, I heard one leadership coach say, if you have 85% certainty in anything, that is the best odds you're going to get. Go for it. Go for 85%. It. Wow. He's like, a lot of times I'll go with 50%. 50-50. Because he kind of takes the mentality you take of like, dude, you make one decision and you'd be amazed at how many other opportunities that opens. Even if that decision was wrong, other opportunities avail themselves. And then- you, I hate that word. Isn't that isn't that one of those keywords right now? Pivot all the young twenty. But, but you do all the young twenty something. Let's like, just we say pivot. worst case scenario. And I think the thing that you have to allow yourself is I'm fifty percent positive. I'm going to make the decision. The worst case scenario is it doesn't work, and you have to go do another make a different decision. Adjust, and then you've learned from that. And mm -hmm. then you'll be shocked. The next decision you're going to be more like seventy five percent, and then it's probably going to be a better decision. Mm. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. There are no sure proofs, but, but make the decision. You can't have decision paralysis. Right. You have to make a decision. If you don't make a decision, you are stuck. Mm -hmm. You are stuck, sir. You're never going out to dinner. You can't go to the grocery store because you don't know which one money. to go to. You Just can't buy those potatoes because what if they're cheaper at the other store? Like, I mean, you have to make a decision. Yep. Some of you have been in a relationship for years and 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 you haven't put a ring on it and you can't decide. I don't know if we should. And I'm thinking, and it's like, you're going to have to make so, the okay. decision. Here's what we do. And maybe, and babe, speak to this and disagree with me. First process for and disagree us. with you. Disagree with me, babe. Disagree with me. What was it? You were just watching that really, really super sad rom-com called. The Choice? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not like, sad. It's, it's brilliant. She's the choice. There are moments. No, no spoilers. Have you not seen Well, I'm not giving a spoiler alert, but she gets, she gets. Favorite movie. Okay. No, don't. It's stop. very old. Don't. No. Don't Billy, don't do Anyways, it. he says, I won't spoil it. He says, come bother me. At first, when they first start My dating, when they first movie. start dating, he's like, you bother me, woman. And then as their father in love, he's like, I just want you to come bother me. Okay. <laughs> so that's me saying to you. Can I just say, love that. best movie, favorite movie of all time. 100%. It's my number one. The choice? Yep. For real, babe? It is real life love. expected more. It's real life, real life love. Oh, come on. It is a good one. It's, I don't know. Just go look it up. I'll the choice it. is so good. It's really good. Okay. You're welcome. Chick flicks. <clears throat> all right. First stage in making good decisions, elimination. And here's what I'm saying. I didn't even realize I did this. Vic, the sound check was pointing this out last week. 
um, we narrow it down. So for instance, my philosophy, and this maybe this works for you. This is what works for us. I'm not saying this is the best way. I'm not writing a freaking book on how to make good decisions. I'm just saying this has worked for us over the years. Over again, yeah. For me, my first thing to do is like, if we have to make a decision, I automatically, and I don't know why I do this, but I automatically go to, well, here's what I know I don't want to do. So like, right. So if there's six different courses of action, options, I easily just can pretty easily eliminate like three of them right away. Like we're definitely not doing that. I certainly want to do that. And so elimination, process of elimination, it's you get it down. So then your decision, instead of being bigger, you've made it smaller. You've just narrowed it down, narrowed it down. And so instead of having to make this colossal decision, like for instance, okay, if you're trying to get, if you're trying to move to a new place, well, first things, what's your budget? And anything that's not in your budget, just eliminate it from your decision process. You'd be amazed how many people don't do that. Because they're like, well, what if we like we stretched ourselves and what? It's like, nope, it's off the table. It doesn't fit the budget. But I'm going to disagree with you. (laughs) You, What? Go a little bit above because you can talk people down. That's right. Shoot for the stars. Make an offer. You might be surprised. Oh, I'm not done. But that decision hasn't been made. I'm saying the decision to sign a contract. I agree. So if they didn't come down, then you don't come down. Right, which is our story. You'll always negotiate and then they come down. And if they get within our budget, but if they don't. You move on. It's like you'd be like, let's go to Hawaii. Like, don't have the money. Decision made. Easy. God, that was such an easy decision. <laughs> and here you are like, no, but what if, what if? Don't have the money. And it's, you can just make the decision. So first things first, super simple. Eliminate things that. that don't work. Okay, you're dating someone. Do you want to marry them? First question, do you love them? If you don't love them, just eliminate this. Like, I, I don't love them. Then you, why would you even be considering marrying them? I don't love them. I like or them. dragging this relationship on. You don't love them. You don't love them. What's that one show, The Family Stone, where like the one girl is dating the brother, but he, she's starting to fall in love with the other he's brother, like, oh, and they're fighting. He's like, dude, you don't even love her. And he's, he's kind of like, like eh. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. he's like, you're all mad at me for like, you no don't reason. even love her, man. Like, yeah, like it's, yeah. so eliminate, like think of the decisions you're making right now. Just see, can you eliminate options? And then the decision becomes way more way easy easier. to make. Now you've given yourself a chance yep. to move forward to step number Two, which is in the book that we we're writing, not recollection. Um, learn from your past. So I've done this before, and we've done this in the church world for sure. All three of us, you, me, Vic Soundcheck, we've all worked together for gosh, decades in the church world. Um, how many times, year after year, we'll make the same decision, and then we'll be like, "Oh crap." We did this last year. Why didn't we remember that this doesn't work? And we have gotten way better now through experience Write it down. at writing down and being like, next year. Like we literally put Vic will put doing calendar this. notes to remind her as we get closer to that date the next year, like, don't do this because you did it this year and it didn't work. Yeah. Right. And so like we we do that all the time. We're like, hey, make a note for next year, make a note for next time. And so I think being really good at learning from decisions you make. So that when you're making future decisions, which you're always going to be making decisions in life, you can go back to your experience, what worked, what didn't work. There's a lot of things. Okay, we just did Friendsgiving in our church. It was freaking awesome. And so we made a decision like, okay, this worked, this worked, this worked. We're definitely doing it again. Like, And so recollect. Like, Think, go back. Don't just, um, don't feel like you have to reinvent the wheel every time a decision comes up. Mm-hmm. But how many times do we do that? Oh, so many times. We just reinvent the wheel. Yep. It's, like we, it's like we have... We have temporary amnesia. We forgot that it didn't work, and we do the same thing again. What do they say the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Contemplation. Number three. 
Now, if you've gotten through elimination and recollection, you can go to step number three, contemplation. Why is <laughs> oh, It feels like a game show. You are at level three. Now you are contemplating. This is, once you've eliminated, once you've kind of looked at your past experience, okay, now think it through. For me, this involves other people a lot of times. Hey, what do you think? Hey, I'm curious, what do you think? This is where I kind of like... I don't know everything, but there's people who have done stuff that I haven't done. So I'm like, hey, what would you, hey, would you ever think about this? I'll ask my kids. They don't have to be smarter than me. I'll, you and I'll be thinking. Wait, you know kids aren't smarter than me? <laughs> well, I don't think they're smarter than me. They're smarter than me in certain areas, but Rude. overall. You know how to make coffee? No. Okay, you are a much better True barista story. Than me. Okay, I didn't mean it like that. You mean like, because I'm 46, I'm like. You have a lot more experience. I would think older people they, they, don't ask younger people questions because they feel like they know more than them. I'm saying yeah. many times Fair. I might know more about life in a certain area, but I'll ask Lil Ren, like, Lauren, what do you think? Mm -hmm. And her perspective, perspective helps yeah. me think differently. And I'm like, her oh, that's actually too. a good thought. That's yeah. actually a good thought, you know, or in an area that you would understand. For instance, if I ever want to do anything on the TikTok, which I don't. You love the TikTok. Whatever it is. Shit, yeah, shit, the tickety talk talk. I would certainly be like, Lil Ren, what do you think I should do on the tickety talk, right? Don't be on. Because she knows. Yeah, don't do it. So part of me is contemplation, like thinking it through. Mm -hmm. What are what are some of the ways, babe, that you practically think through the decisions you make? You make decisions all day long. What are some of the things you do to think it through? Do you, um, do you write it down? Do you research? Like I what? should write it down more. You, you actually take care of that for us. Yeah. But I think the one thing I do is, my decision, I always filter with how is this affecting the people around me? How will this affect the people around me? Mm -hmm. So running the company, that is that is probably what I think about the most. Okay, so I need this to happen. Is this a good decision? And then how the will next, it affect others? The next thing I go to mentally and emotionally is how is this going to affect the team? Is it going to be a win? Is it going to be more challenging? Right. Is it going to be a shortcut? What is it going to do? So that that is probably my top. That's brilliant. Like, what's the impact of this decision mm -hmm. beyond me just making it? Like, because a lot of times we think our decisions just involve us. They don't. So what's and a great the decision is one that is considering those around you. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're in a family, you're married. Like you got to make a decision and consider your spouse, right? Your children, your your extended family, potentially your your coworkers. It's huge. Now, the smaller the decision, or the the least the the less important it is, right. the more you don't have to think it through. Not every decision requires. That's just getting it. in a good like it's like an exercise. Like get get used to just making those quick decisions, those easy decisions. Like we literally have a system. We're going to open in probably a new location this year. I'm guessing for the sweet serenity, right? One of the things we'll do is one of the ways we'll think it through is we'll make down a list of pros and cons. We'll look through a budget. We'll look through potential, you know, what revenues might be. Foot we'll try traffic. and forecast what yeah. it'll be. Yeah, you try and do all these different things. That's the thinking through. If it's like, you know, where do you want to go this weekend on a getaway? You don't, there's not too much to think through. Like, where do you feel like going? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think each process kind of yeah. has its different thing. And then finally, if you make it to stage four, okay. <laughs> implementation. Mm -hmm. this to me is like, okay, you've narrowed it down. You've used your past experiences to help you make a better decision. You've thought it through. You've gotten feedback. So, I mean, right now you're way over 50% in like confidence here. If you've done those things, you got to, you're at least 60 to 75% confident. Mm -hmm. um, now do it. And this is where I think certain people our personality types, this is where they stop short because now you, you've made the decision, you know what to do, but now you have to actually do it. This is where you, love, are a brilliant goddess. And I don't know what it is inside of you. I'm pretty good at this. You're way better. And I, 
and I don't know if you know why, it might just be a gift, and maybe some people have it. Once a decision has been made, you are like a bulldog. No, no, you're like a pit bull who locks his jaw and even... <laughs> I don't know, that sounds Even a good. crowbar could not get that jaw. But like you, once you decide that you're going to do it, that is it. Like it is done. Like I've, I've there been so many things where like you're like, okay, we're doing it. And people are like, I don't know how to do it. I'm like, trust me, if Jen just said she's doing it, like it's going to happen. She's mm-hmm. going to figure out a way to make it happen. So do you know, do you have any tips for those of us who are less good at that on like how you, once you've decided, how do you get to just do it? Like what, what, what clicks for you? I mean, I probably, you make the decision. That's a huge step. And then the next thing is aggressive initiation or take initiative. So for me, it's like, okay, we made the decision. Now, what are the, what are the next three, four, five steps that need to happen? Like what, so for me, that's kind of where my mind goes. I go, we made the decision. And then now the decision of what is the next, you know, three things that are most important that we got to do. Because what that does is it it puts momentum behind the decision. A lot of times we'll make a decision and then people want to think about now this decision. They want to wait about, well, I haven't talked to everybody yet. Well, not everyone is weighed in. And like, and I know that's, those are, those are important elements at times, depending on what kind of team you're leading. But I truly believe once you have made the decision, execute. Mm -hmm. And then how to do that is maybe something people I think you just said it. Okay, for instance, I think a lot of times reason we make decisions and then don't do it is because it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You made a decision, but you're like, dude, I don't even know where to start. Right. What you just said instinctively without even thinking about it is you're like, I come up with step one, two, three steps. So what you do is to break up the overwhelming aspect of how it's do I do this? Job. You break right. it down into steps. So if you've made a decision to do something, but you're like, oh my God, like I don't know where to begin. Just come up with the first step uh-huh. and just, you're not doing the whole thing. Just do step one. For instance, like we're going to move. Okay. What's step one? Get on Redfin and start looking for a new place. Just start looking. I'll just start looking. Well, I don't know if I have the money. Just start looking. Just start looking. And you start looking and then, okay. And then once you find a place, see if you can actually afford it. Just, just go through, do a little mini budget. And then once you find a place that you like and you can afford, then just start like packing. Just start packing stuff up and get a couple boxes. Like you just yes. start breaking it all up into little pieces. And that's how you can actually implement and execute a decision. Stop trying to do the whole thing all at once. Or no one writes try, a book but not even, from start to finish. No one writes a book from start to finish. You can't physically do that, right? But it's our mind. So it's a mind game too, because you'll make the decision and your mind tries to wrap around the entire thing it's of a, opening a whole nother shop while you have another shop. It's overwhelming. It's too There's big. just no way my mind can even handle it or I'm going to have an emotional breakdown. Right. So I just say, okay, I know the next two to three things that need to be done ASAP. So everything else that has to still be done, what about this? Have you heard about the sign? Have you gotten this permit? Have you done this? All of that matters, but I know what matters more is these next two or three things. So just start doing those. Yeah, and I mean, Happy New Year, by the way, because I feel like there's probably people listening to this that have made a decision to do something, but it's so big they don't know how to start. Mm -hmm. It's like, just find, do the first step. You know, what's that that movie with Bill Murray called What About Bob? Baby Steps. Baby Baby Steps steps to the door, and Baby Steps to the car, and Baby Steps to the driveway. Like, you know, just start doing one step. I love it. I actually want to go watch it. Oh, God. One step after another. Like, and so... Running in the entire marathon, it seems daunting, but just taking the first few hundred yards, you're like, well, I can do that. Mm-hmm. So do that. You'd be amazed how the momentum starts to build. That's right. And then, you, and then by the time you you've made momentum. all these little decisions, you need momentum. And you're that's halfway the thing. Through. Yeah. The dis- a great decision, momentum is just comes. It's like comes. the snowball effect. Yep, it really does. It starts rolling, 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 get bigger, 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 boom. I, and it gets addictive. 
I mean, because t- to be honest, like I'm like, okay, I'm ready for another big decision. I mm-hmm. and you can, you have to be careful. If someone like my personality, you can keep getting addicted to that kind of lifestyle. And so it's like really now my season of life, it's like, okay, first of all, God, is this a right door to to walk through? And is it timing and all that? But it's true. I suppose the thing that we did not bring up, it was very practical, but as people of faith, prayer, certainly. That's right. Yeah. And peace Asking follows for it. Yeah, that's massive for us. And that would probably massive. fall in like the thinking it through. And um, that's a huge thing. If you're not a I mean, person to, of faith. And the thing know. is, is and a practical thing is the Bible says to ask for wisdom. He grants it freely. And I, I believe that. Yeah. And I and, and that is that has been a yeah, huge Yeah, it would be remiss of us not to mention how much our faith plays into us making good decisions. That's right. But there is also a process outside of that. that yeah. I mean, I've, just... I've met people who have so much faith, but they can never make a decision. So uh-huh. that can even go extreme either way, right? Yeah. Well, anyways, hopefully that's helpful hey. to people. I mean, that's pretty good. That's awesome. I feel like we started out a little chaotic and a little dis, dis, oh. discombobulated, but then we pulled it together. We pulled it together. Yeah. We decided to we do executed. it. We executed. And we did it. We, we implemented. Yeah. Well, cheers. Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk. Catch you on the flip side. Cheers, why are you Why are you clapping like that? I don't know. You're trying to get the dog to bark. No, I wasn't. Yeah, you are. I was not. Yeah, because you're compulsive and you said he barks every time, so you I want him to bark. I was to get him to bark. Well, let's Tell see if truth. he does once we cheers this. All right, cheers. cheers bark, babe. dog. Bark. 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 <gasps> cheers. Bark. Bark. Cheers. Bye. Where's your toy? Where's your toy? Where's your toy? Where's your toy? She won't bark. All right. We'll catch you next time. Cheers, babe. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us and follow us on our new social media account at Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Also, it would mean the world to us if you'd share this podcast with someone you love. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.